0: So I have this theory about family and I've been testing it out on couples and nobody's really challenged me on it so far. My theory is that family starts with three children. Now this isn't to make a judgment that families that have two or one child are lesser families or that, God forbid, making a judgment on couples who struggle to conceive, not by any means. It really comes down to one word. Three children brings chaos. (laughs) When there's two children, mom can look after one, dad the other, and you've got man-to-man defense. As soon as you add the third child, now it's zone defense, and you have chaos. Chaos is important in family life, and we see that with the Holy Family. Their whole lives were chaos, every time we hear about the holy family in scripture it's never and they lived happily ever after it's always a new event of chaos from the moment that the angel gabriel comes to mary to the final moment where mary is at the cross every moment where the holy family is described it's moments of chaos just the gospel today What I think about today is that Joseph must have been really scared to go to sleep because every time he goes to sleep he gets a dream that tells him to do something pretty significant in his life. Today, three times he gets a dream where the angel Gabriel comes to him and tells him not to just, you know, be a better man, but the first, take your child and your wife and go to Egypt, to a foreign land that you do not know, and then stay there until I tell you. and then. A little while later the angel comes to him take your wife take your child and go home but don't go home to where you want to go go to this new town and form a new life chaos from the beginning why is that such an important element of family life I think it's important in family life because it reminds us that God is trying to create something in us and the chaos pushes us to let go of control, to allow God to form in us what he desires for us. There's a family that I know that when the husband and wife first got married, they were talking about two children because they thought in their mind that the best life that they could create for a family required having two children. And if they had more than two children, then they would no longer be able to offer their children everything that they would want to give them. In their life, they had child number one, they had child number two, now they're thinking about child number three. Because what that child, the first child, and the second child brought into their life changed their understanding of what they needed in family life. Or even the mother in that family, when the first child came, she was so anxious about being a mother for that first time and the difficulty that she went through in that first year with her first daughter. But now she's got two kids, and it's like she's been a mother her whole life. She just instinctually rolls with the punches and caters to the needs of her children. See, it becomes important because God takes chaos and makes order. But our temptation always is to maintain order, and then we create chaos as a result. Think of the last time that you tried to make everything go perfectly and what the outcome was. We can't maintain order. We can't create that illusion that we are capable of maintaining a vision of what life should be. It doesn't work. And so as Christians, we're invited into the chaos to embrace it so that we can allow God to create in us, in our families, what he desires them to become. This is part of the reason for the church's strong teachings on contraception in marriage. It's because if couples come in just with this amount of children makes our family, then it leaves out God from forming in that family what he desires for them that openness to allow God to form and shape in us the life that he knows we need to grow in holiness. This is why chaos becomes important. But we know in the world around us that family life is under attack. Not that people go family is bad, but the way in which life is being lived and choices that are being made no longer places the proper importance on family life. And I think at least part of it is our growing desire and need for individuality. In the sense of, I need to strive for my own self-fulfillment. And so in a family, dad strives for his self-fulfillment, mom strives for her self-fulfillment, and they bring their child, children into whatever they think they need, school and extracurricular activities that they need for their self-fulfillment, and each one of those things are independent one from the other. And it creates chaos. There's nothing that brings that family together. How do we maintain unity within our families when... Decisions and the world around us would want us to be individuals all the time Because the church teaches that the family is a privileged community And we've all heard the phrase as the family goes so does society and So when our families become individualized, so does the rest of society when we can learn to live in the chaos of family life It changes the way that we deal with the chaos of the world around us. If I'm okay with the chaos of life at home, I'm going to be much more okay with the chaos of life out there. But if everything is structured and perfectly ordered all the time, when I inevitably face the chaos of the world around me, I don't know how to deal with it, or I reject it, or I withdraw from it. The chaos that we first sample and experience in home life is the very thing that teaches us how to be in a society because the family life is the privileged place where we learn love when we learn how to receive love and how to give love but in order for that to really take place it requires chaos and embracing it so how do we maintain that unity well as christians it has to be rooted in prayer at home. How do we pray and learn to pray as a family? Because every family is composed of individuals that are very different, different personalities, different interests, different desires. And those will naturally kind of make the family go in different directions. But what is the thing that ties the family together? For us as Christians, it's our faith. But the challenge for parents, in that is not to make faith another imposition of mom and dad on the children so that the moment that mom and dad are no longer there to impose it, the children go off in their own direction. The challenge is to build and grow in the family together and each their own individual sense of faith so that it then unites the family in Christ. That's the challenge. And I can say it easily from the pulpit, it's exceedingly difficult in reality. I can think of my own family where we, when it was me and my brother, prayed as a family every night before bed. When my sister and little brother came along, we prayed most nights as a family. And by the time we became teenagers and everybody was involved in hockey and gymnastics, we no longer prayed as a family because we were in the chaos. And how do we stay united? Because we would want to maintain order, but then chaos inevitably will come. God wants to live in our chaos and bring about order. Not in the perfection of things, but order in the sense of how we are united one to another. Because I've seen and experienced families that seem ordered, and then they face chaos in their life, and they divide. A big one in families is the death of a parent. But things seem ordered and then the parent dies and then there's chaos because the only source of order in the family was mom or dad. They were the thing that bound the family together and when they're gone, the family dissipates into chaos. What is the thing that keeps us united? God wants to work in the chaos of family life just a brief word for those families that don't fit in that ideal or for those of you that have children grown and out of the house already or for those of you who've never been married how does this mean something to you well the church teaches that the family is the privileged community where we learn love but it's only the starting point ultimately what we are being led into is the family of God, that heaven is us living all together as the family of God. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are one body. We hear those terms all the time speaking about how we live our faith together. And so when we don't have the privileged community within our own homes of that family, this is intended to be our family the chaos of parish life. This is our family in all of our differences together. And how are we allowing ourselves within the chaos of our own community to let God create in us what he desires for us? So if at home you don't have this attempt at the holy family, then this becomes our family. This is supposed to be our community that's leading us to God and to heaven. So don't run away from the chaos because the Holy Family lived with it from the start to the end. Chaos doesn't mean that God is not there. Quite the opposite. God lives in the chaos. We have to let go of the need to know where that chaos is leading us because God is at work even when we do not know. Because Joseph didn't know what the outcome was going to be. He just knew he had to go to Egypt, and then he knew he had to go back to Israel, and then he knew he had to go to Nazareth. Every step didn't make clear to him what the outcome was, but living in that chaos brought about the salvation of the world. So don't run from the chaos. Learn how to embrace it. Ask God for the grace to see him in the midst of the chaos, because it's in the chaos that he makes us holy.